Today on Passion and Profits Without Burnout, I'm speaking with the one, the only, the incomparable Johnny Immerman. He's a master networker and the founder of Immerman Angels and Close Talk. Johnny is one of the most generous people that I've had the pleasure of meeting, knowing, and being friends with. We have known each other for years, and Johnny is just one of those guys who has a magnetic personality, and he knows everybody. Well, today, he's sharing his top tips for how to network with a purpose. We dig into three really big strategies for connecting and expanding networks and doing the most good. We talk about how he is naturally curious, but how he's also honed those skills to really love people and turn that into an opportunity to network. We also talk about how to remember details about people, how to get this one nugget from them that will help you remember who they are so that you can connect. And Johnny talks about his methodology for connecting and really expanding this network. That's a win-win for everyone involved. It's a really fantastic conversation. There's a lot of great takeaways, and I know you're going to love Johnny Ammerman. So please welcome him to the show. Welcome to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. I'm your host, Jacob Moore. I'm a speaker, coach, childhood suicide loss survivor, and filmmaker who left Hollywood to follow my heart of service. I've helped tens of thousands of people find the balance in their life between passion and profits. On the show, I'm going to teach you how to build a trauma-responsive, resilient, and impactful community and organization, all without burning out. Let's get started. Well, hey, Johnny, welcome. Thanks for uh, being a guest on the show. Appreciate it. Jay Moore, always a pleasure, man. Great talking with you every time. Good to see you, man. Yes, yes. So you are the consummate networker, Johnny. Like ever since I've known you from Chicago, you just, you're out and about. And today you're, you're out and about in your, your co-working space in New York City, right? Yes. Yep. In New York now, Chicago days were incredible though. Love that city. Love so many people. But yeah, it's, you know, uh, we were talking just off off camera a second ago, just like the power of being interested in people and connecting with people. And if you have that and curiosity about people, I think that is the key to really building great relationships, you know, being curious and asking questions and learning. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and Johnny, you... I think what you've done is brilliant. So, you know, for those who don't know, you know, Johnny created an organization called Immerman Angels and did it as effectively off of putting a logo on a t-shirt and networking in Chicago, right? Can you, can you share with our leaders, like, what what was your MO for that? Well, you're, you're, you're very generous, Jim Moore, but that was pretty much accurate on our strategy was building a brand so people knew that this program existed and that people with cancer could use it and benefit from it and survivors who were out there could get involved to help others. And that was kind of it was basically putting our logo on shirts that were really high quality that people were like, oh, that's actually a cool logo for a cause that means something on a shirt that fits me well. Yeah. 
all of a sudden you're checking a few boxes which are rarely checked. Most nonprofit shirts, you know, are more like $2 and a little scratchy and cheap. Nobody's fault, but that's just, mm -hmm. you know, nonprofits are strapped on their budget. So most people don't wear yeah. them. It's not a thing. And our movement is making it a thing. But the quick background is, you know, I was diagnosed with cancer myself at 26, fought for about two years of chemo and surgeries. And uh, a group of young survivors and I met at the hospital. We all want to give back and find purpose. And we created this nonprofit 501c3 together called Immerman Angels, where the angels are survivors who have all these stories of overcoming brain cancer, bone cancer, tongue cancer, you name it. And we're on a call to be a mentor one-on-one -on -one for someone who's sick today with the exact same thing. But we learned in the beginning that nobody knew who we were. We had a few dozen survivors, but we had to recruit you know, right. thousands. Today we have over 13,000, but how do we recruit them? We're like, we gotta get the word out. You know, it's an awareness problem is what we had. And so basically what we did is we said, let's make our logo and put it on t-shirts all white on black, but like, let's flip the model. Instead of $2 shirts, let's make them really high quality. And all of a sudden our friends yeah. started wearing them and saying, I'm going to wear it at the gym. I'm going to wear it walking my dog. I'm going to, you know, I wear the Cubs game, you know, spread the word. And over time, what happened was people started to ask like, well, what is that group? You know, what do they, what do they do? What do they do? And, and what is it? And all of a sudden, yeah. The word reached survivors and they started saying, Hey, I'll get involved. Like I have a story. I beat bone cancer. I beat leukemia. And they got involved. And then our network started growing. Wow. And then the people that were sick also started to find us more just through general awareness, right? General getting the word out, but mm -hmm. very grassroots, very scrappy. And that's really, yeah. that's really what we did. It sounds so simple. It took years to do it, but it takes a long time. It does, it, it, and it is, but it works. I remember running around Chicago and I mean, seeing Immerman Angels shirts everywhere. You know, my good friend, Joe Schneider, uh, he, who's also a cancer survivor, you know, he introduced us and I remember he would wear his Immerman Angel shirt all the time. And before I knew you or knew what the organization did, I knew the name Immerman Angels. I knew the logo because I saw it all the time. And what a brilliant way and a simple way to just build that brand awareness in a fantastic way to really integrate, you know, your your people, your community, your friends into this idea of networking for a purpose. So that's fantastic. So we were talking about this sort of methodology that you have, these three ways that you really, you know, have built your network. And the first one, like you're saying, revolves around like being curious, loving people and just being curious. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Is that like a natural thing or is that something you learned? You know, it is curiosity, Jake. Like if you're naturally curious about what makes people tick and what makes people think the way they do, where they come from, where they grew up, what sports did they play? What team are they on? Like, what do they support? I just, to me, it's just fascinating to learn people's stories. And I think you also have to realize that there's always some something about every single human. If you talk to them for five minutes, I feel like, I feel like if five minutes and every human that you're going to meet, there's something that they know that you don't know. 
and there's something that they've experienced that you've never experienced. Like, and if you have that sort of attitude that every human, there's something, no matter where they live, where they're from, what color they are, what religion they are, what their views are, right or left, yeah. center, whatever it is, there's something that they still know that you don't know. Then it keeps you curious, right? Like, well, what is that? I got to get to what that is. Let's talk about something that I've never experienced and I'd love to hear it firsthand. And so I, I think that it's innate in some people, yes, but I do think it can be yeah. learned if we if we think about it and we like want to be curious about people. And also if you yeah. want to be a connector, if you truly want to add value to people, which I believe is like a free way of just being a good citizen and good person is being a good connector. You know, you're not asking for money or, or paybacks or anything, but just making good introductions for people that can help both mm -hmm. sides where it's a win-win for everybody. It's just good karma and just the right thing to do. I think in the short life we live, you got to know people and be curious and ask questions and really remember and focus who they are in order to later yeah. say, well, oh, I met you tonight. We talked for 20 minutes. I met a guy three weeks ago or a girl three weeks ago. She's a perfect connection for you because of X, Y, Z. And you guys share this in common. And I just think you would help each other. Yeah. And it's a great way to be a connector. But first, it starts the curiosity about people and wanting to connect with people and get to know them. And then you got to remember, right? In order to be a good connector, you got to remember what they tell you, what they do. And, and, and then you can really help connect them with the right person. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, on that remembering part, I mean, do you have like a, a trick or a methodology or do you just have one of those brains that just locks details in about people. I, I'm always impressed, Johnny. Anytime I meet you, you're just like, oh yeah, this guy the other day, or like you remember stuff from me from like 15 years ago. And I'm like, how the heck do you remember that still? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's a good question. My brain is smaller than most people's. I feel like I, I don't have an exceptional memory brain. I try really hard. I meditate every day. I'll tell you, Jake, which helps a lot. I do things to help me. I work out every day, just like you do, which I love about you too. You're such a health guy too. But I work out every day. I meditate every morning, usually at night too when I can. Things like that center my brain and help me stay more focused. So when I'm talking to people, you remember what they say. Uh, but I will tell you, even more important than anything to me is when somebody tells you an extraordinary story, like something you've never heard before. That's mm. so unusual. It's so much easier to remember. And I've been blessed to work in the cancer world where I've met so many people, just like Joe Schneider, who you, you brought up. And he's, I mean, I, Joe told me his story, like in 2005, I never forgot it. He was 19 years old. He's going to the university of Richmond. He's a freshman. He's going out on dates with girls. He's going to class. He's making friends. He's like a freshman in college on top of the world. Then all of a sudden the bottom falls out and he gets diagnosed with Burkitt's yeah. non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, this super rare cancer that almost no one gets very rare in this country and very rare for young people. He was just such an outlier. And then all of a sudden he's in chemo every day for seven months and he's like in the hospital as a freshman. It's just, it's such a strong visual, that story. It's just so unusual, yeah. right? And so I think part of connecting with people is getting them to tell you a story that's so unusual. Everyone has something that's unusual about them yeah. that's pretty intense and deep and usually vulnerable, which we both know Joe is extremely comfortable being vulnerable. But those stories to me stick the most 
because they're just like they just pull you in it's like wait what happened next like then you went to the hospital for seven months and when did you get back to college and school and how did you and reintegrate and there's just such a natural conversation that's so unusual yeah I'm really I'm I'm struck by the level of detail and I mean I know I know Joe very well I know his his story we've talked at length about that every time I'm in Richmond like I I send Joe a selfie I'm like go spiders you know because I know that's important <laughs> to him but I'm I'm struck by the level of detail that that you remember you know about Joe from you know from all that time ago and I think that's really a testament to this to the fact that you love people and that you're curious and you really invest in it, but finding that that story, that striking story, or that thing about them that they know that you don't know, really cements it in. and And I think that's a great, great methodology there. And I will say, Johnny, not everybody meditates. We all we talk about it as something that I think a lot of people, you know, maybe feel like they should do, or we know that there's benefits to it. But actually, practicing that does put your mind in a in a state. And we can talk about brainwaves and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, actually, one of my guests, Brenda, we we talk about all the the alpha, beta, theta states, and meditation just makes your brain open and receptive to receiving information, which is which is fantastic. But then you know then that that's sort of the third step in in that process is then you have to actually do something with that right so you're curious you 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 love people you find out you know something about them and you remember it but then you got to you got to actually do something you got to connect right you got to remember and you got to make that connection you do that sort of divergent thinking is is really important to you know see those sort of connections in the clouds and say, Hey, you know, here's, here's two non-related events or people, and I'm going to make that connection and make sure that they understand that there's value in them knowing one another. Right. hundred percent Jacob. Like, yes, that there's a win-win you, you look for the win-wins. You know, one of my mentors in Chicago is this guy named Brian Cressy who's the founder of a nonprofit called Above and Beyond Family Recovery Center, helps the homeless who are poor, living on the streets and addicted. And mm. it helps break the addiction, get them back on their feet again, find a job. You know, it's incredible to see what this group is doing. I'm, I'm blessed to serve on the board, but Brian Cressy, the founder, is a very successful private equity guy in the healthcare space. And he self-funded this whole nonprofit and now it's more sustainable, but He's such a wonderful guy and he wrote a book. I just cares about humans so much. And he wrote a book that's it basically it's all about the win-win. The whole book is about win-win. That people doing partnerships, collaborating in business or life, you're always looking for the win-wins where everybody benefits and everybody grows together. Sure. And I think you have to think of that when you think about being a good connector and building relationships. Like where is it the win-win where both sides are going to be better off and then everyone elevates mm. and you're just adding value to people's life with no you know, payback expected. It's just, it's, if you love people and you listen to people, you yeah. know, it's, it's not really that hard to do. I will say I do write things down when I meet people and somebody tells me a story. I try to remember it the best I can, but if they give me a card or they email me, 
I'll put them in my contacts and then I'll usually write a couple notes. Like I'll be like 9.22. Like I met him in September of 22. Like when I met him, where I was, I was with Jacob Moore because those little triggers sometimes when we reach out again or connect, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that guy. I met him from Jacob Moore at Side Door Bar at this place or this restaurant or whatever it is. And and I put down a couple little triggers that I know are going to help me remember. Yep. It takes discipline to do that, but it does help a lot in remembering and solidifying yeah. a lot of the stories. Yeah, that's that's a great tangible, actionable tip for people. And I do the same thing when I'm networking. If I en- I always enter someone in my phone and then I add a couple notes, a few keywords, location. And the cool thing is then when you pull up your phone directory, you know, say say, you know, I land in New York, you know, or I'm prepping for, you know, a networking event in DC, then I get to pull up my phone. I I type in DC and then this whole directory of everybody that I know there, everybody that I know in New York, everybody that I know in Chicago is there. And I can start to, to work that and, you know, really tangibly take action on those, those connections. So that's a, that's a really great tip and a, and a good way. We know that when we write something down or when we make those points of connection, that it cements it more in our brain. So fantastic. Definitely. It cements it. And I love what you said, because I do the same thing when I'm like, God, I know this person. I know they're from DC, met them in Chicago, but I can't remember their name. And then you type in DC and then boom, yeah. then it, the short list pops up. It's so much easier. Or you put down a couple keywords of what they do. Like if I meet someone in cybersecurity and you write down cybersecurity, you can always keyword search that to be mm-hmm. like, oh, I met somebody else in cybersecurity, but I can't remember who my other friend was in cybersecurity. And if you put that down, keyword searching is a really easy way to be like, oh yeah, it's this person, Tim. And like, now I can hook them up. Yeah. And just for, you know, the, the sort of pro tip on this for everyone who's listening, you know, now on, on your phones, you can, you can sync up to your phone database with your, you know, Google database or with MailChimp or with LinkedIn, you know, anywhere where you are trying to do networking and, and trying to find, you know, recruit, you know, candidates for jobs or trying to, you know, find champions for your cause, whatever it may be, then, you know, on those natural networking sites like LinkedIn, you can actually interface and find those same people in different spaces. And that's something, Johnny, that I see that you do really well is having multiple points of connection, right? There's, there's it's great to have that personal connection, but it's not always the right place and time to text someone. But if you see them pop up on Facebook or LinkedIn, you know, sliding a, a message there, um, or just commenting on something that they posted is a great way to stay top of mind for people as well. True, true, definitely, definitely a good point. And it's just fun. I mean, connecting people should be fun and make you feel good that you put people together yeah. and they're doing good things. Just like if it was for dating and you set up somebody with, you know, someone that they're going to end up dating and they're with, it's just like good juju, right? It should be fun. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. Johnny, you've, you've kind of taken this idea to the next level, right? So you, you put a logo on a shirt and you networked in Chicago. You follow these three steps, right? You, you're curious. You remember something about someone. You, you dig into who they are and then you, you make those connections and you built this incredible network for Immerman Angels. And how, how, many, how many survivors are now part of that network at Immerman Angels? 
over 13,000. It's been a team effort since day one, and it's been an amazing ride and journey. But we have over 13,000 survivors. It's been a snowball. But like the way we look at it is like wow. one more shirt out there, one more conversation. Somebody says, oh, my cousin's a cancer survivor in L.A. Yeah. or in Paris. Yeah, they can get involved. You know, we're all over the world. We're in 115 countries, you know. So it's just we knew that the idea worked. It was just awareness of the mission to more people would help us recruit yeah. people to help more people. Awareness is the driver. I truly believe in my soul. The number one need of any nonprofit is awareness. If a nonprofit's looking to hire a new CEO or development director, you know, if more people are aware, more people yeah. are applying. More people are aware, they're volunteering more. You just your pool's bigger. More donors, more yep. future board members. It all starts with more people knowing the brand, right? And it's just awareness is king, in my opinion. That's the number one thing any cause really needs. Yeah. Well, and now you've taken that and you've turned that into, you know, another entity, Close Talk. And I'll just here show everybody, I'm wearing a Close Talk shirt right now with the No Stigmas logo on it. And I actually have a Close Talk hat here with the No Stigmas logo on it as well. How have you taken this logo on a shirt, this networking, and now turned it into something to help a ton of nonprofits out there? Well, you, you rock it well, brother. And I'll tell you, like, it works. It's so simple. But we came up with this idea and we're like, why don't we scale and do the same thing we were doing with one cause, but help every cause. At the same time, we're going to shield all the nonprofits from risk. We're not going to force them to buy their own. We're not going to ask them to promote anything. We're not going to ask for time or money. We're just going to design yeah. the coolest logo swag that we know through our experience will sell the most and be worn the most, run the store for them, stock the inventory. So basically we built Close Talk, C-L-O-Z Talk, like your clothes are talking for a good cause, right? Spreading the word for a mission that matters. Love and it's it. one website. Yeah, one website, over 400 vetted nonprofits, just like No Stigmas, Feeding America is with us, Muscular Dystrophy Association, you know, all over the country. We have the some of the best causes anywhere. And we're always adding more causes that are great because that drives more traffic to the overall website where people can learn about these great missions. But you can learn about the mission, something new, get inspired and say, wow, what a great cause. I had no idea that No Stigmas was right here in Chicago and I want to support mental health. And right there yeah. you can shop, right on the site. You can buy their hat, you can buy their shirt, their hoodie, their even yoga pants. And basically, we do the whole process full service. So we make everything on demand. We drop ship it 4.7 days from order to arrival. We just try to be as professional and effective at getting more logos for more causes on the right people that are predetermined to love those causes and inspire them to wear it. Keep it for mm -hmm. years. It's all high quality. Rock it. Talk about it. Don't just go to the gym in a plain white shirt. You know, be better rock a cause that means something to you, just like no stigmas. Yeah. That's great, man. They, they look good and they're comfy and I love the blend. Something that you can wear anywhere. It looks good. Doesn't wrinkle. So that's fantastic. Johnny Immerman, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your wisdom and just your generosity of spirit. It's always good to talk to you, man. 
Jay Moore, you're an inspiration to all of us, man. Love what you've created. And you continue to like work part-time and do this in your nights and weekends, man. You're incredible. Very few people will take on two things like that when life is so busy. And uh, what you've done and created and continues to grow, man, is helping a lot of people. So keep it up. Always good to chat with you, man. And uh, rooting for you always, buddy. Keep it up. Thanks, brother. Be well. You too, man. If you found the information in this episode at all valuable, could you please just take 30 seconds and forward this episode along to a colleague, to a mentor, to your boss, anyone who you think might find it useful? I'd really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, be well. Thanks so much for listening to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. I hope that you found some impactful takeaways. And if you did, I'd love to hear from you. Share a screenshot on your IG story, tag me, or send me a quick message. This show is for you, so any feedback is welcomed. Hey, and make sure you're also subscribed to the show so you don't miss any of our new episodes. And if you could, take a few minutes to leave me a five-star review. That'd be greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening, and be well.